Good morning, ladies and gents. It's Stephanie, your Digital Commando, and welcome to episode 20 of the Digital Commando show. Now, this week, we've got something extra special for you. This week, we're doing a veteran-owned week. So for this week, it is all, I think almost everybody on the show is a veteran um, who owns a business. So we're going to get some really good insights for those civilians watching. Um, we bring a really different skill set to the business world. So hopefully we're going to bring some really good insights that you can implement into your business pretty much straight away. Um, so without further ado, let's bring in our guests for today. I've got for you Julian, Simon and Stephen. So here we go. Morning, guys. How are you doing? Good morning, Stefan. How are you? Pretty well. Hello, everybody. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Okay, guys, just for those that don't know who you are, we're going to quickly go a quick uh, like round robin um, and give you guys a chance to just in introduce yourself and introduce your businesses. So, Woody, if we could start off with you first, please. Okay, hello, good morning, everyone. My name's uh, Julian, or it's Woody. Uh, I served in the British Army from 1990 till 2005. Uh, then, after getting out of the Army, I've now got a business. And I started the business called Medic Services International. And what we do is we provide um, health and uh, safety training, remote areas, first aid training in the UK and overseas. Thank you. Superb. Cheers, buddy. And now we'll go over to Stephen. Good morning. Um, my name's Stephen. Um, I left the military nine years ago and started up my own business uh, as a personal trainer. And then that's slowly developed into working in direct response, marketing, emails, and then into media uh, buying strategies. So I work with small businesses to help uh, spread their message and their products through uh sassy emails and converting their websites into uh basically money making machines uh through copywriting and direct response so that's what i do fantastic oh playing around the screen it's all about it's all mad this morning uh awesome cheers Stephen. and last but not least we'll go over to you simon yeah good, good morning all um simon rowe I am the founder, owner of Mortgage Squared. Uh, we are a independent whole of markets mortgage and protection broker. Um, I'm ex-army. Um, I say ex loosely because I still serve in the army reserve, uh, despite my leave beard at the moment. So I'm still a uh, still in the mortar platoon for six rifles. Um, so that's my sort of uh, caveat at the moment. Um, I set up Mortgage Squared now. About three years ago, after 12 years working in the finance industry, and really with the intention of giving proper mortgage and protection advice uh, to the HM forces and um, veterans. Uh, and we also have a few other brands that are just coming out at the moment. So there's a conveyancing squared comparison site coming out shortly. And uh, we've also got protection squared and squared commercial finance. So between us, we uh, we pretty much cover all of the uh, sort of finance world, uh, but aiming at giving squatty advice uh, to to the military. I love that. That's great. Thank you very much, Stephen. So for everybody watching today, 
Guys, this is um, a really unique week with some really unique skills, a particular set of skills that make it very difficult for our competitors to compete. So, um, guys, they're a fantastic group of people. Uh, feel free to drop your questions into the comments box and we'll try and get through them as we go. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about motivation today. It's still our motivational Monday. And the first, first thing we're going to kick off with is morning routines. Now, this is something we were very familiar with in the army um, and under the services where every morning um, in bed, well, especially in basic training, we're getting woken up like crazy. We'll have a very strict morning routine of exactly what we're going to do. And I think morning routines are absolutely great. Um, Woody, we're going to come over to you first. Um, tell us a bit about what your morning routine is and what gets you kind of up, get ready and in the zone for the day. Um, if it's working, if I've got a call sign, I'm up at about 5.30, uh, 20 um, uh, to 6 in the morning or I, when I uh, travel to actually do the calls. What gets me motivated is the fact I know I've got a new set of clients. I've got hand over a certain course. So it's up, showered, change out, get the actual uh, train and then get over uh, to the training uh, centre, sort out all my gear, all the paperwork and that. Then I receive the, the clients coming in. Um, the motivation is I'm lucky that on every course that I do, I get a different amount of obviously clients. So it could be tree surgeons, it could be oil and gas industry, it, it could be wind farms, it could be the it could be um, 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 telecommunications industry. So each course I do is different and it's all tailored. Okay, but the actual motivation is I'm handing over a life skill over um, to these uh, uh, guys and girls, and it's actually skills are picked up in the army. Awesome. Cheers, Willie. I like that. I think that's one of the things that I really like about um, about coming from a, a different kind of background. Now, especially in the in the army, something that we were very used to is every three years, uh, I think different units are different, but for, for myself and the signals, every three years we would get posted to a completely new place. Normally it's a completely new job, completely new people, and we kind of get used to this, something's different all the time and adapting to our surroundings. Now, I like that about uh, what Julian just said about his business and he's using those skills bringing them across transition them into um, his daily life in business where you've got the advantage of working with different kinds of customers and different kinds of people every single day um, so yeah I think that's something that not only can we use skills in but also it's something that we we learn to enjoy would you agree with that Woody? Yeah I mean I enjoy all the the actual meeting new people What's best is if I work overseas as well, um, I've just done some uh, um, trips over to Ethiopia. So the motivation there is to learn about the country, the culture, the people, the actual languages, and how I can get the information over uh, to the locals in such a way that they understand it. It gets all the technical points over. What what is also important is they enjoy the actual the training. That's brilliant, Woody. I think what you're doing there is actually using obviously the skills that you learn in the army from the medical side um, and putting the, implementing them into your business to, to give back. I think it's a really really good skill to have and a great business that you're running there. 
Um, Simon, we're going to come over to you now. What kind of what's what gets your are you using the morning routine? What kind of gets you up and ready to go for the day? Yeah, so absolutely using a, a morning routine. I think um, one of the things about the, the military um, and routine is it, it's really easy. Is because someone else is generally planning that out for you. Uh, I think uh, one of the things for me, certainly when setting up my business, is it becomes a little bit more challenging um, because you have to set your own morning routine. Uh, and there's a few things. I'm, I'm still developing it. Um, and I'd love to say I do all of this stuff, but I basically endeavour to do some of it. Uh, most of the time. So generally, my morning routine actually starts the night before where I'll jot out what uh, my morning routine looks like. Um, so I try and put some structure together the night before. Um, so I feel when I'm getting up, I'm a little bit ahead of the game. Um, I aim always to try and get some PT in there. However, that's uh, anyone who's watching and knows me will, uh, will call me a liar. But we uh, try and get some PT in, uh, which will help with a positive mental attitude. And I tend to plan my day using a sort of uh, business jotter or journal. Um, so I try and put some of the tasks that I don't want to do um, on early in the day to get them out of the way uh, and then just uh, sort of block time out throughout the day. Cheers, Simon. I think you brought out some fantastic points there, actually. Um, one of the ones I really liked was um, starting the night before. Now, this is something that I feel is massively relieves anxiety. Now, there's nothing worse than kind of going, oh, I've got that thing to do tomorrow. Um, you're not quite sure how you're going to do it yet. So putting a plan together the night before, I really, really like that. PT, I think PT is absolutely essential for morning routine, if we can get that in. But I think for a lot of people, when we're trying to figure out morning routines, it's a bit of a, okay, right, I'm going to get up a little bit early and I'm going to get these things done. Now, I, I did this last night. I kind of planned out what morning routine I was going to do to get myself in a good mindset, um, get myself active and trying to get it out. Now, when I worked out the time into this, it, it takes about two and a half hours. Like all the things that you're supposed to do in the morning, I've literally written them down. I'm going to go through what. So in the morning, I wanted to do some meditation mantras because apparently that's really good to do. That was going to take about 12 minutes. Then a bit of stretching just before I do a workout which I looked at like a Tai Chi stretching thing on YouTube, 23 minutes. And I'm going to have a drink. Then I'm going to do um, my goals, then my why, and then your, my workout, which is probably another 30 minutes. Then I was going to listen to an audio book, then a cold shower, then give some gratitude, write a list, and then try and learn something for the day, which is going to take another hour. So realistically, you're looking at about three and a half hours for your morning before you even get started, which can be quite tiring. But I like the thing that you said there about do something that's going to be challenging for the day. So I read this book not that long ago called Eat That Frog. So if anybody's familiar with this book, it's it is about it's the same theory about why we have a cold shower in the morning. Now, not not many people know this. A lot of people think it's to do with it wakes the body up, and it, it's not about that. It's about the mentality of having a cold shower is probably going to be the worst part of your day. So by doing that, it's the biggest tool for procrastination. Um, so yeah, I think eat that frog, do the difficult thing for the day, and, and, and kind of get cracked on with that. Um, would you agree with that? Yeah, so I completely agree. I think I'm I'm actually the king of procrastination, and I get caught up with doing everything I shouldn't be doing, and anything that's exciting, and business building, and not my actual day job, uh, and the stuff that brings in the money. So yeah, I can completely resonate with that, and. 
unless you give yourself and set out these tools to do these sorts of things. Uh, and, a, and a lot of it's going to be out, outside your normal comfort zone. So things like mindfulness and everything else was completely out of my radar um, before I was developing myself uh, and developing the business. So yeah, I, I use a uh, sort of planner that, that questions uh, all, all of your morning mindsets um, and sets goals and priorities. Um, I, I think it really works for me because it's stuff that I would just would have, would have poo-pooed before, uh, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I think from, from my time in the military, I, I don't remember uh, doing any specific mindset side of things. It was more just kind of get up and go, especially if you have PT in the mornings. It was kind of, right, okay, right, guys, be up, 6.30, outside, bang, off you go on a run. There wasn't kind of, right, guys, we're going to come out, everybody sit on the grass, we're going to meditate for 30 minutes first. Can you imagine that in the military? No chance. Um, so, yeah, no, I totally agree. It was a bit of a, a bit of a strange one doing mantras and um, meditation and all that sort of stuff. That's very, very, very new to me as well. So I compl I'm completely with you on that. Um, Stephen, we're going to come over to you now. So what is it that you do to get yourself? Now, as a Pete, obviously you said you, you started a PT business. So you're probably a bit more used to this kind of get up and go than definitely me, who's kind of let the fitness side go a little bit. Uh, but what's your kind of morning routine? Uh, well, my morning routine is very different to how it used to be. Um, and I've kind of gone along similar lines as yourself and Simon in terms of spending at least the first 15, 20 minutes of your day just trying to gather your thoughts and just try to figure out what's going to make the biggest impact to your day. So whether that's just spending the first five, 10 minutes meditating to get your get you in the right frame of mind, get your mindset kind of prepped and primed, um, that's where I always try to start. I I'm going to be, I won't, I'll be a liar if I said I did it every morning, but, you know, I use an app that tracks how often I do it. And this morning I did it, and it was the first time since Wednesday. So that, for me, was a bit of a realisation that I'd let things slip last week. So my motivation, really, is to try and improve and do better than I did the week before to try and keep that needle moving all the time. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if you would agree, but... I think coming from a military background, you always put that unnecessary pressure on yourself to consistently perform to the highest level. Um, well, that was kind of my mentality for, for a long time. So I kind of uh, drilled myself into a very tight space where there was absolutely no flexibility at all. So I made life a lot harder for myself than, than necessary. So by taking that five, 10 minutes in the morning, you can kind of just work through what you need to do, what's going to make the biggest impact to you and to, to the clients that you work with. And then I kind of just have a, a bit of a, a fluid structure where I don't have set times to do stuff. I just chalk things off as and when I do it. So I'll try and set at least three tasks to do a day. And that might just be like do some form of exercise, reach out to a customer or a client, um, and, or do some work on my own stuff. And if I can box them off, then anything else beyond that's a bit, a bit of a Brucey bonus. It's something really interesting you said there. And I've, I've, I've been talking about something similar to this for the last two weeks. But I think you nailed it on the head. And I this is where I haven't actually figured it out yet. You said, as ex-military people, we're always pushing uh, for our like maximum performance. That's kind of what's drilled into us to get the most out of exactly what we're doing. And I think that does put a lot of undue pressure on us. Because that our mindset is very much to go, right, okay, we're going from zero to 100. Um, 
there's always a way to do something. This is one of the things I love about the military taught us, which is you improvise, adapt, and overcome. Whatever the situation, there's never a situation where it can't be done. It's a way that we'll, we find a way and we just get there. Uh, but yeah, I know I completely get that. I think that almost an undue, <laughs> I think civilians aren't used to it. So if anyone is so with, I don't care. But it's, it's one of those things that we, this is just how we're built. And um, I think it's, it works as a positive and a negative from both sides. Um, would you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, I was talking to someone just the other day about this, and I think this is, you know, my observation anyway. If I've been given the flexibility to do something, I tend to sit on my hands for quite a lot of time, and then I'll wait and I'll wait and I'll wait until I get closer to that deadline, and then things start to ramp up. But if I put myself into a corner where I have to do anything by any means, like ethically and legally, that's where I really start to uh, perform at my best. But, the, you know, there's a detrimental aspect to that where your sleep's, you know, you're knackering your sleep, your nutrition goes out the window, you know, it's it's high levels of stress, but the performance kind of outweighs that because then you are actually getting results, but it's definitely not a long-term solution. It's not something that I'm going to keep using so i'm trying to find that happy medium of not putting myself in the corner but um putting myself against quite tight deadlines to get stuff done yeah that's a really good point and i think just do you feel that that's this is an interesting one actually so the you said that I, i'm exactly the same like that resonates what you just said there i'm so much the same whereas i'm very guilty for like procrastinating like simon said i'll procrastinate until the point where Right now, I've got to perform under stress because the deadline's a lot shorter. Right now, I need to perform. Do you think that's something that has come from the military side where we've got long periods of boredom and nothing and then short periods of, right, you, we have to perform under pressure? Would you, do you think that's something to do with that? Yeah, you, well, everyone, everyone knows the, the, um, the, the, the famous phrase, hurry up and wait or on the bus off the bus um and it is very much like that you know there's a lot of time we're just sitting around you know not doing anything then you're ready to get knocked off and then all of a sudden you have to rip about 30 weapons out of the armory to give them a to give them a clean and, and all the rest of it and it, it's the whole bs baffle brains scenario and we're all kind of used to that and it's kind of been indoctrinated indoctrinated into our sort of mentality that you know we'll sit and wait but then when when you call to actions there, you're there and you're ready and you get it done with a lot of munking and moaning, but you still get it all done, boxed off. So I think that's where it, that's where I personally think it stems from. But I'm the same. It's one of the reasons that I was, in, I was in EOD and I wasn't a fan of that because it was massively long periods of doing absolutely nothing, cleaning vans, checking equipment, blah, blah, blah. And then really short periods of very quite exciting and and scary so you kind of do that and then it's back to two weeks of nothing again so i completely resonate with that we've had a question coming from sarah gibson i'm just going to put it up on the screen any recommendations for podcasts slash videos about motivation or having a more positive mindset i'm going to throw in apps to this because i know simon um, and Stephen, you've both mentioned some apps that you use so it might be worth throwing those in as well um, so recommendations for podcast videos 
about motivation or having more positive mindset. Apart from this one, obviously, Sarah, which is the best one, um, there probably is a couple more. So, uh, Woody, any off the top of your head that you know? I can't think of any. I'll be honest, I can't think of any. I, I, I've always been, I know this sounds sad, I've always been um, self-motivated. Um, so I've never f felt the need to pick up a motivation book or a, you know, or a podcast or anything. I, I, I feel it. What what works best for you? What motivates you personally as a person? Yeah, and it's, it's you know, it's like in a, the actual military. Some people go for specialist units, like I did. But other people aren't interested in that. But my actual motivation was to go after that unit. Mm. Now, other people, you know, like going hill walking or something like that. So I'll be honest, I, I can't answer that question. <laughs> Over okay. to you, James. <laughs> yeah, no. Let's go around. Uh, Simon, what about yourself? Yeah, so I mean, there's loads of stuff out there. And I think um, whoever whoever is watching if you put something in the comments that you do use um then you know there'll be a far better spread out there i think um uh, I'm, I'm quite the opposite in, in actual fact um uh, as far as i'm still learning and still like getting these podcasts and everything else and i i have to myself to do it but i know it's i know it's beneficial to me the same as um so in the, in the military management comes very easy managing other people Managing myself, I, I find I found harder. So that's why I sort of uh, look at these tools and see what other successful people are doing and try and implement that quite often by force into my routine and into my life. Um, so it's not it's not easy. It's not natural. Uh, but yeah, there's there's loads of stuff out there. I think ten percent is one of the apps that I've downloaded and not used yet. But there we go. Sorry, I was just writing that one down. Ten percent. I don't know. I haven't heard of that one. Um, uh, Stephen, what about yourself? Anything that you're currently using? I think no, you mentioned an app a second ago. Uh, yeah, it's just the app that Simon just mentioned there, 10% Happier. Um, I've been using that for the best part of two years, and it's the only thing I've been consistent with because it's guided meditation. So you're getting taught the, the sort of um, theory behind it, and then you're going into a bit of practical, which is really suits my kind of learning abilities. So if I'm taught the reason behind it and then we actually do it then i'm more likely to follow through with it as opposed to theory 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 and absolutely no application at all so that for me has probably been the biggest um change in my sort of mindset plus i've read a, a metric ton of well i've bought and i'll rephrase that i've bought a metric ton of books and i've only maybe read two or three from cover to cover um Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. That's a classic book because it, it's got. Have you got it? Brilliant. That is a. a, a uh, yeah, it's a brilliant book. Brilliant because it, it's lots of extracts of what people have done so famously to to kind of gather momentum. Uh, another one which was a, a massive shift for sort of mindset and sort of psychology was the Chimp Paradox. Professor Steve Peters. There we go. Two for two. I'm on a roll. Let's see if I can get the third one. Um, that book um, kind of, you know, I won't, I won't delve into it 
too much. But when I left the military, it was a very an isolating uh, period of time, uh, especially starting up self-employment. You know, you're not around a team of people like you have been used to. And I thought I was literally losing the plot. Um, and I was starting to get a little bit concerned for my own, my own me mental health and well-being. And it wasn't until I read that book that I actually realised I'm pretty normal. But it was the whole not understanding the the sort of inner dialogue that you you have that the military you don't I don't really think you tuned into it that much because you kind of you're in this environment where you know who you are and what to, what your expectations are. But then when you remove from that, I think it, that turned the inner dialogue volume right up for me to the point where it was just white noise consistently and i just thought i'm gonna i'm losing the plot here but somehow i just picked that book up and read it cover to cover and i've always said that book has, has been one of the main uh things that have helped sort of turn my life around well especially from a mental aspect anyway it is it's an interesting book and the kind of it was very controversial wasn't it i'm sure from those that have read it they'll know why but um what, what did you call your chimps Damon? I don't think it's for live stream language. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> That's cool. So, yeah, no, I definitely recommend. The Pitching Paradox is a fantastic book. I read that last month. So um, I was never much of a reader, to be honest. Um, and actually, as you can probably see, these books don't even look like they've been opened. It's because they haven't. Um, so what I do is I, I actually audiobook everything. But I like to have a physical copy as well. So I joined a... Um, and uh, well, it, it wasn't it wasn't always online, but a book club, which is specifically for like business owners to go and every month we'll get given a book. We'll all read it and then we'll go and discuss it at the end of the month and have dinner together and things like that. We're currently doing it obviously on on Zoom and stuff. Um, so our, the coach, Kevin, is absolutely fantastic. And he's recommended. So we did the, the Chimp Paradox last month. We did. Uh, we're doing Think and Grow Rich now. So that, that got delivered yesterday. Um, we've also just read this one, Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins which yeah. is another fantastic book as well. Um, super driven guy, like ridiculously driven, like no one I've ever known. Um, and then one of my favorite books ever, because uh, we're going to go on to talk about habits in a bit, is Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Um, now, for some people, that's quite a difficult read. And I know for me, I tried to read it years ago and really, really struggled. Um, so I would definitely recommend audio booking that one for everybody because it's just so, such a good book. Um, but yeah, going back to sorry, Sarah Kidson, we've gone well off piece, but podcasts. So there is a really good podcast called the Digital Commando Podcast. So I think I would go with that one. Um, don't know. <laughs> there's probably quite a few other ones that are quite good. Uh, videos, this and um, other videos like there's if anyone's seen any of Matthew McConaughey's videos, it's a bit of a strange one, but he's done some incredibly like motivational stuff. If anybody wants to kind of do that sort of motivational videos but yeah tend i generally use um audiobooks myself sarah so i would go with that all right cool if anyone's got any other points we'll go on to the next just there uh, have you listened to the audiobook of david goggins yes i have yeah that is i've listened to that three times now back to back and that it's better and better the more you listen to it because there's so many dynamics to it yeah, so that might be a good one to listen to because it's a podcast slash interview slash mm -hmm. sort of biography. So you get you get a bit of everything with that. If anyone's offended by foul language, I would say don't listen <laughs> to it. It's quite dark, some of it, but 
for for anybody ex-military, it's spot on because it's exactly how we would be used to talking in the garages or whatever. Um, for those that are not used to that, I know that because we read it as obviously a group, there was a couple of people, generally speaking, they were slightly older and female that were a little bit offended by some of the terminology in it. So just a, just a little warning for some people there. Um, right, I'm going to take that one off. Right, we're going to go on to our next talk point of the day. What are we on? What time are we on? Right, I'm going to have to speed these up. <laughs> My bad. Um, right, so we've got our morning routine sorted. So we've done point one. Um, what drives our ambitions and keeps us motivated? So now we're up, we're ready to go. Now we're getting stuck into our week. What is it that maintains motivation and keeps us consistently driven? Julian, we're going to go over to you first. I heard a comment that uh, a business should be adventurous and exciting. I had this comment, and I use it in my business to push things all the time. And I always look a new way of handing courses over, new ways of doing courses for obviously clients and that. And I'm and I come up with exciting ideas and thinking, well, you know, that idea that might work. I'll have a look at it and it, you know, it works. What does having a look at what the actual client wants? So I think the the drive there is to keep all the time pushing forward on a business, looking at how I can do this, how I can uh, do that. What do my clients want? What also new clients can I get and how can I offer those obviously clients something different? I had, I think, two months ago, um, an email on, it was a direct message on LinkedIn. And this direct message was about basically a project up in Scotland and a wind farm. And can you supply all this training? Now, that to me was like exciting. It's proper remote areas first days. I've worked, and the thing was, I'd worked in the Highlands of Scotland as a remote areas medic, so I could hand that over uh, to my clients. So I think it's that each, each Aussie business owner, or all Aussie four of us here, we always look at exciting ways to push our businesses forward all the time. I like that. I think one of the big things that stands out there is identifying opportunities. And I think that's never been more paramount at the time we're in now. Now, for lots of businesses, we talk to them that currently that maybe aren't in a position to sell and things like that. So I think, yeah, it's a good way to keep motivated at the minute is to kind of take a step back from the business. We've got the opportunity now to make for some people not to be working in the business, but they can, they've got time now to work on the business um, and sit there and, and take time to identify either opportunities of the business where they can restructure things, change services or adapt services. I'm not going to use the P word. I will pivot, which we all bloody hate at the minute. Um, so we've got that. And then we've also got looking at opportunities the other way, which is, so we've got a client as a chauffeur company. Um, should I have said that? Yeah, it's fine. Um, we've got, well, I haven't said their name, so it's all right. Um, so what they're doing is they've identified where, unfortunately, other businesses in their area have kind of collapsed out. So they're, they're not being able to, they're not going to be able to service their clients when they come back because they're not there anymore. 
So we've told them to basically look at opportunities of what businesses were they working with so that potentially they can pick that business up after after everyone finishes lockdown and people begin to travel again. So I think, yeah, that's a really good way to look at it, really. The, um, yeah, looking at taking the opportunity to now look at opportunities. Weird, I'll say that. Uh, where are we? Simon, we're going to go over to you. Yeah. In business, if it wasn't um, somewhat monetary. Um, so I, I tend to try and target myself, um, not necessarily money-wise, but... Um, target myself throughout the week and uh, have things that I need to achieve and points I need to uh, to, to meet. But it's probably um, developed a lot from from there and, and away from uh, finance and money um, and, and sort of the value of time. Um, and my, my, I suppose my aspirations are a lifestyle lifestyle business where I, I want enough to be comfortable and happy enough to do a good job for our clients. Um, but also to buy back some time uh, to, to spend and enjoy with my family uh, and with the kids and everything else. Um, so that my motivation, and I'll target myself to give myself some time back later in the week. So, um, you know, work, I suppose a bit like sports afternoons on a Wednesday or something. It's um, uh, just getting that bit of time back for me. Um, and whatever I do with that, it doesn't really matter, but it's, it's not working. I like that. That, that resonates quite well. If you get all of your work done, then, oh, leave you there for a sec. Yeah, if you get all your work done, then uh, we can knock off early on a Friday. Everybody loves that one. Everyone down the pub, two o'clock in the afternoon, loving it. Um, but yeah, I think that's a really good motivation, a, a, a motivator and a driver. And you mentioned there, Simon, your family as well. Now, that can be a huge driver for people getting to spend more time with the family. It's one of the things that we're talking about now. If people are furloughed, take advantage of this you will never get this much time off for the next 30 40 years so enjoy time with your family even if they're driving you a bit mad um just enjoy it no divorces after this i'm sure there's going to be a couple isn't there people are going um but yeah so yeah i think that's good and to plan your goals um like yeah plan your goals people can do it daily they can do it weekly i would say don't leave don't set goals more than like three months ahead 90 day planning is always really good and track your goals so don't just set them. Some people have kind of set their goals and they kind of go, oh, 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 yeah, that's kind of my goal. But then they don't create a plan and a structure to get them to that goal. Now, this is something we learned about in finance. Um, so so I'm coming from a, I came from a finance background, only a very short one. I didn't really like it. It was too hard. Uh, I like the easy roles, which is why I'm in marketing. So, yeah, for, we used to then do a really structured plan. So regardless of what your goal was, so lots of the guys that I worked with had financial goals which was they wanted to buy a car or a house so we'd backtrack it when do you want to buy the house i want to buy the house in 12 months cool how much do you need as a deposit i need 30k cool well let's break that down into each month that you need whatever that number is then so two and a half grand i think two and a half grand then divided by um your month you're looking at 600 quid or whatever it is and then divide it again by day, you know, exactly what you need to make every day. How do you make that much money? What tasks do you need to set yourself a day? And you keep driven with that and then you'll reach your goal. So make sure there is a plan behind the goal as well, because um, that's what everybody forgets, people. Um, Stephen, we're going to come over to you. What keeps you motivated and driven throughout the week? Um, I think it's a kind of voicing the same as what Woody and and um, 
Simon and yourself have kind of said, really, it's just setting um, small targets that you can achieve, but that keep you on track, but not obviously aiming too too far in, in the future that it becomes almost impossible to, to envisage, but, you know, scaling it back to make sure that you're doing little things sort of every single day that, that kind of edging you further forward to, towards the main goal. Um, so I, I think the biggest one for me is time. I, I want my time back because I've poured so much sweat equity into a, into businesses that, and I've had, I've had two and one I've just had to step away from because I just didn't enjoy it anymore. Uh, and the other one, it just went belly up because it, I didn't do my research properly, but I, I, I felt like I'd wasted a lot of time on that and not done what I needed to do properly in order for it to kind of flourish. So I want that time back. So it's, it is very much a bit of a lifestyle type business, but um what kind of motivates me is if I'm consistently making an impact to others, that's also going to just help me and make me uh, grow as a, as a person as well as a business. You know, it's um, uh, there was a saying where it's money isn't where success is; it's where the success is in what you're doing. That's providing a service to people that give them what they want back. So that might be what Simon wants. Might be what Woody wants, might be what you want. You want your time back. You want to live a life that you feel like you deserve. And that's success for me. It's not having loads of money in the bank account because if you're not happy in what you've got, then there's no point you having it. So that that's kind of my motivation there, really. I really like that. And I think, again, lots of you said what you said today, Stephen. It's so I can resonate with so much. And I hope everybody else, or a lot of people watching, can as well. And that was my biggest drive when I got out of the military. It was like, right, I really want to go and make some money because, as everyone knows here, we don't make an incredible amount of money in the army. So I was like, right, I really want to go make some money. Now, where can I go and make some money? Well, everybody's rich in Dubai, so that's a no-brainer. I'm going to go over there. Where can I make money? Oh, well, I work in finance. That's about money, isn't it? Must be some money in it. So I went and did that. And, yeah, although the, the money was, was pretty good in it, um, I obviously then went on to start the business that I'm in now. And I remember really kind of struggling, like I'll take on any client, I, anybody that talks to me, I will bring them on as a client because I needed the money um, and all these financial goals and stuff like that. But life just completely changes when you kind of hit that barrier of, do you know what, I'm quite comfortable now in the sense of um, I'm not I'm not running around trying to really get any client I can. I can now pick and choose my clients. The lifestyle is a lot more comfortable. That entire mindset changes. Now, I remember setting a goal that, I wrote down that was like, and I put it on Facebook for everyone to see. And I've had so many people hit me up for it after as well. I said, in 12 months time, I'm going to go and buy an Audi R8. Like, that was my goal. And I worked my ass off for like a year to get to the point where I was like, cool, now I can buy an Audi R8. And I was like, but I don't want one. <laughs> like, the goal had completely changed. By the time you got there, you're like, do you know what? That doesn't actually mean anything to me anymore. Whereas the other things that I'm kind of working on at the minute do. So people your goals can change that's absolutely fine i think financial goals are they're good if that's what's going to make you comfortable and happy but a lot of the time there's more to it than that isn't there it's like okay i want to buy a house or why do you want to buy the house well what's the underlying thing behind it if you want to buy the house mortgage free is it because you want to have more money in the bank on a monthly basis so that you can 
spend time with their family more and they can have a nice comfortable house that you've always dreamed of there's normally something behind the financial goal for mine it was all ego based i wanted an audi r8 so i could drive around and look successful it was a load of rubbish it's the gary v quote why buy stuff to impress people that you don't even like like <laughs> why am i bothering um so it was it was so key to me and julian you seen it we were both in dubai together and we saw all the financial advisors driving around in ferraris well they would stand next to their Ferraris because a lot of them couldn't afford to put any petrol in them um, a lot of the time. So we've seen it a lot. Um, guys, I'm going to have to quickly wrap up and go to the next point. And what we're going to do is put the next two points in together. That's all right, because I know we're a bit short on time. So the next two work we were going to talk about was um, kind of daily habits for success and how to be as productive as possible. So... We'll go to you first, Willie. Have you got any daily habits that you kind of do um, or anything that you do currently to make sure you maintain productivity during the day? So all this has changed from March the 23rd. Um, all, my, all my training courses stopped completely, okay, in this country and overseas. So I had to improvise, adapt, and overcome, and think: How can I keep the business still going forward? How can I ad adapt um, to what's happening? So I had to think up, um, have a look at my courses, what courses I could put online, what I can do to further the business. So I sell the trauma kits. So um, the businesses are now buying off me trauma kits, and okay. Another thing is is a business um, travel safety course. I've got a, a Zoom um, chat about it on uh, Thursday. So obviously businessmen are going into hostile areas. I can give them advice on that using my experiences from, from going overseas. So another thing is, is that I'm used to uh, delivering courses. And these courses have stopped. So all of a sudden, I got time to look at my business. I need to restructure it. I need to look at other avenues in case all of this happens again. So I've done a course. I've I've done a couple of online courses with the World Health Organization, uh, a course with the um, United Nations, and I've also started a level five course in corporate uh, crisis risk management. Now, the points from that course then go on to a level six course, which is a diploma, which is basically a BSc. So that's obviously pushing myself as a business, my obviously myself um, as a person forward. I'm getting obviously qualified, but also my business as well. It's another avenue I can take. So what's important is, is whilst all this lockdown has happened, if you've got your own business and like myself, you're going to do NOSI training, instead of going, oh no, oh no, my business is going to collapse, oh no, think, right, stop, what can I do? How can I go further in my business? Well, what can I do to adapt um, to the situation? And that's what I've done. I've adapted, I've uh, taken on my courses, my fitness has gone up 100%. Um, lots of obviously positivity. My motivation is to get the business through this obviously period and still contacting my clients, saying, look, you know, here's exciting things happening at, 
that's MSI. Do you need any trauma kits? Do you need any first aid kits? Uh, doing Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, obviously posts. So it, it shows the world and my clients I'm still being active as a business. I really like that, Willie. I think you've, you've brought us some really good points of what people can do there. Now, the, um, one of the key things you said at the beginning there was, well, I want to prepare in case something like this happens again. Now, this is very much, I'm trying to tell people, this is not, it's, it's unprecedented now, but it's happened once. And the seven-minute mile was impossible until somebody did it. And then it happened 500 times a year after. Now, this has happened once. And we don't know if we're going to come out of lockdown and people are predicting that we might go out and then have to come back in and do it again. So um, I think people should be prefer preparing for being able to work in this scenario. So I'm glad that you're looking at um, opportunities of where you can adapt the business to either online training or to the um, I can't, what they say, care packages the, <laughs> that you send out as well, the trauma packs. I've muted you. Yes, you have. You muted me. Uh, consultancy. Sorry? And then was it trauma packs you said you sent out as well? Trauma packs, not care packs, trauma packs. Okay. Care packages are a bit different. They're on Call of Duty. <laughs> but, yeah, and then the other things, things you can do at the minute as well, is learn. You know, obviously, we launched the Academy as well for people that want to learn Facebook and, Facebook and Instagram advertising. Now, now's a great time to learn if you've got the time as well. And comms, obviously, X signals. It's all about comms. Keep in touch with clients. Feel free to approach new ones. Communicate, 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 like what he just said there. Make sure people know that you're still around. This is going to be so key. Um, you might find that other suppliers aren't there anymore. So you're now the go-to person. So there's opportunity there as well. So, yeah, guys, it's all about the comms. Communicate with your clients. Um, Simon, we're going to come over to you. Yeah, so um, my top tip for productivity and, and things throughout the week is probably grouping time and grouping tasks so when i when i set myself some time to do something so whether it be a, a mortgage application for a client or dealing with some of their protection stuff um, i block out that time and i ignore everything else now um, until i'm outside of that grouped time um, i think that's something that's really helped me be more productive and uh, and, and be better the, the world is upside down now and we're all we're all adjusting and changing and everyone's learning and, I, and I'd agree massively that things are going to change on the flip side as well um, businesses are going to change uh, you know the high streets going to change because we've all had to adapt so much and we all have to prepare again for the future um, that, that things things are going to be things are going to be different business is going to be different and the way lots of people do business is going to be different um, one thing I would massively encourage everyone to do is, is to network and um, to talk. Uh, so anything like this, anything like we're, we're very lucky in the veteran community in that there's a big veteran uh, owned uh, networking thrust for what of a better word is that the right word? It's a good word. Um, where we're coming together and discussing ideas. Uh, I'd also encourage everyone to seek out some mentorship. So something that we had easy in the military uh, in that you had a chain of command and it was their their job and their role to develop you um so seek, seek that out in business because it's not always there uh, and often lots of people want to charge a lot of money for it um and rightly so because they know good stuff um and the other other thing i'd say is just try try and give a little bit more than, than you than you receive 
So if you can seek someone out to pass on your knowledge and experience and mentor them, uh, do that and it will, you know, it will return to you. Awesome. Cheers, Simon. Yeah, really good point there. Blocking out time is so productive. Now, I only started doing this about um, a month or so ago, which was where I looked at uh, or I got advice to by, like I said, the coach, Kevin. So mentorship, great, because I got this from him. So um, he said about, uh, why don't you switch your emails off or do an autoresponder from 10 a.m. till 4 p.m.? And I was like, well, all day. That's a bit mad. But I did it. And all it was is a message that goes out to anybody who emails me between 10 and 4 p.m. Monday to Friday saying, I don't check my emails. I check my emails from 8 till 10 and four after 4 p.m. Because during the day, I'm focused on delivering the best results for my clients. And actually, people quite like that. And they resonated with it. And they went, you know what? That's that's absolutely fine. We completely understand. Obviously, if there's an emergency, they can call someone, uh, which is fine. But I really like that. And my productivity went through the roof. And then I'm not worried about where you've blocked out time specifically to do a task. And then you get like a fastball coming from the side going, right, yeah, you need, we need, we've got an emergency. We need to kind of do this. So um, that worked really well for me. Networking is great at the minute. There's loads of online networking communities as well. And I would say, yeah, the mentorship side and paying it forward. So if you're looking at, um, if you are looking for like a mentor somewhere, there's a lot of guys that are probably quite experienced that might be looking to get into things like consultancy and what they'll need to get into it and start charging for it is a few testimonials and things like that first. So if you can get in with those sorts of people, then you'll either get the mentoring for free or really, really cheap um, because they're building a portfolio. So maybe have a look at that for people that are seeking mentorship. Um, right, Stephen, last but not least, we're over to you. Uh, so in terms of um, trying to remain productive, uh, one thing I've learned from a mentor of my own, actually, in, in, when it comes to trying to uh, get things chalked off against a tight deadline is to set uh, work blocks per day. So you have, I've got like a little calendar on the wall where I've got four work blocks and each work block is 33 minutes and 33 seconds. So I don't know why that is. It was just, I think it was a really renowned copywriter said, if you've got 33 minutes and 33 seconds to get stuff done, you'll do it. Uh, and so I'll use a, a little timer on my um, internet where it pops up, you put that time in there and you start it. And then whatever you're doing, you've got to stop at that point. Uh, and especially when it comes to copywriting, because you can end up getting kind of bored into it too much and you end up going down rabbit holes and your, your brain just turns to a bit of mush where if you can step away take five ten minutes to walk around take a sip of water go outside get a brew then come back on you're coming back into your project or your work with a fresh set of eyes and then you can start seeing hang on a minute where was I going with this I was going on a tangent so then you can kind of correct things before going too down Go for going too far down one way and then realizing oh, I've just totally screwed this up. So work blocks and people say like 50 minutes. I don't think it really matters how long. It's just whatever you're comfortable doing. I don't think there is a, a secret recipe. I think it's just what you can do consistently. Um, and then, as you said, you know, networking is a massive one. I'm reading a, a book at the moment called uh, Never Eat Alone. And that's, I can't remember. Guy's got a really strange surname, Ferrazzi or something. But that's a really, really good book because it 
shows you the sort of methods of networking and how you don't network with expectation. You're doing it to build up a portfolio of people that you can maybe ring up in 6, 12, 18 months' time or even years' time to say, look, could you maybe introduce me to this person or to that person? But never do anything on the back of, well, you now owe me a favour or you're counting these up, like if people owe you things. You just do it because, one, you've got the skill set to help them out there and then, two, because it's what good, decent humans do. You know, they help other people out because it was, I'm sure there's periods in all our lives where we just needed need a little hand and people have given it to us without asking for anything in return. So that, that I'm a big believer in that. So that might be giving someone an hour, two hours of my day to help them with their business. I'm happy to do that because they might then introduce me to some someone later down the line or they might come back to me and say, can you take me on as a as a, a customer or a client? So that, that's... That's how I do things, and that's how I kind of remain produ productive. I love that. I, I've, we've, I've spoke about the, the deadline thing before. I've never heard the three, the three thirty-three minutes and 30, was it three minutes? Uh, thirty minutes and thirty-three seconds. I like that. I think that's really cool. We've spoke about it before. You're right. I don't think the time is is specific. It's about setting a time, and actually, then for people that. A bit like me, and I sort of, we probably get this from the military as well. Like I'm super competitive. I do not like losing. Now, when I set myself a goal and go, right, okay, I've got to get this done in an hour. Go. I'll get it done in an hour because I'll probably get it done in under an hour and I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I earn myself a cup of tea. Like that kind of thing. It's really great. Like you can really drive, push yourself to try and almost compete with yourself and compete with a timer. Like we do with sat-navs when you get in the car and go, oh, it says I'm going to be there in 55 minutes. <laughs> in 50 <laughs> none of us have ever done that um so yeah networking you're absolutely spot on yeah expectations this is the thing that people get wrong a lot now me and woody or woody and i we met at the um a networking event i used to run networking events in dubai um so this is the key thing it was all about building relationships through the long term rather than i hate it when people go networking and try to sell to everybody in the room it's not about selling to everybody in the room it's about building those relationships um, and you brought up something really good there, Stephen. I'm going to use the same quote I use on every show. I need to find another quote. <laughs> because there's a, a quote from Frank Kern that says, show people you can help them by actually helping them. Um, and it's a great way to do it, especially from the networking kind of sphere or the business sphere, which is to, yeah, show people you can help them, give your time. Um, and by helping them and giving them some value, human beings are reciprocal. Naturally, we're, we're, we want to give something back. And if we're not in a position to buy the services ourself then we'll probably introduce somebody to them so yeah guys give away free value um and, and it pays back it's it's kind of the paying forward thing um i generally believe in that well we're we are up time guys we did go slightly over today so um thank you for sticking with it um i really really appreciate you all coming on it's been absolutely wicked um, so for everybody I'm just gonna mute you for a second. <laughs> For everybody watching, thank you so much. What I'm going to do is very, very quickly just run around the room again. Uh, guys, remind everybody who you are, what you do, and how they can get in touch with you if they need your services. Julian, you're up first. Okay, it's Julian, and I'm the uh, I'm in charge of Medic Services International. We do health and safety um, training up to uh, catastrophic bleed management in the the uh, UK and overseas.
Have a look at the website, www.medicservicesinternational.com. If you've got any questions, email me at julian at medicservicesinternational.com. Thank you. Look forward to hearing from you. Awesome. Thank you, Julian. Simon, over to you. Yeah, so again, Simon Rhodes, Mortgage Squared. Um, we are an independent whole of market mortgage and protection broker. Uh, and we, we do and can help anyone. But because of my background, we do tend to deal with a lot of military and ex-military. Uh, and we're here to try and help you uh, avoid going to every suit in a bank and talking rubbish. Uh, and you can just give us a shout, talk normally. Uh, and if you're a squad, you can swear at us a little bit. Um, yeah, we're, we're here. I'll, push, I'll drop some details at the bottom after. If anyone wants to get in touch, then, then please do. Um, yeah, hope to help. Awesome. Cheers, Simon. And finally, Stephen, over to you. So, yeah, as I said earlier, I help businesses uh, sort of get their message out, their products out by using savvy email, converting copy. And if you really want to expand on to paid advertising, I can help build a strategy for that as well, encompassing all those other things as well. I don't have a website because I'm lazy, but you can reach me on stephen at businesspilgrims.com. Um, so that's it really. So if you are a business owner that wants a little bit of help, I'm happy to do reviews. So just let me know if you need a bit of help with your emails, your copywriting or a bit of web copy uh, on your website to help that convert a little bit better. Hit me up. Awesome. Thank you, Stephen. So to all the guests today, thank you so much for joining me. For everybody watching, just a reminder, the guys are giving up their time for free and they've given us some fantastic fantastic knowledge bombs today. So all I ask in return is if you feel that you know somebody that could benefit from seeing today's show, then please, please share them, uh, share the show with them so they can watch it on the replay or tag them in the comments. That's all we ask. And then we can continue to do the show more and more and more. We're having an absolutely smashing time. I really appreciate everybody's watched. We've gone well over the 250,000 views mark now. So that is incredible. Let's keep going. But it's Veterans Week and we'll be back again tonight at 8 p.m. with AJ Roberts and Miss New York City is going to be joining us. So she's not ex-military, but it, we're not going to say no if she wants to come on the show, are we? So Miss New York City is going to help us kick off this week with a bang. So guys, I'll be back at 8 p.m. to all my guests. Again, thank you very much. Really appreciate you guys coming on. Absolutely brilliant. Um, and to everybody else, see you at 8 p.m. All right. Peace out. And an end of